Welcome to Divine Inspiration by Dantisha James. Today, we're going to talk about being a leader. Yes, the topic is going to be about being a leader. Being a leader, everyone wants to be a leader. But a true leader is defined by being under authority before they start to be a leader. I can remember the time I became a leader at my job, at my old job, and going through the training, we had to learn skills. Um, we had to learn how to solve problems and listen to other leaders who had experience. Then we took a test. After the training, we had to go to another training for a whole week before we start to lead our own group. There was certain skills we had to have and we had to pass our interview process. And that was different problems we had to solve before we even got the job. And I can also remember in ministry school of me being under a pastor for about 10 months. And he gave me assignments to do, working inside the church, observing him in funerals and marrying couples and observing him in the board meeting. Then doing my homework, I had to get his advice if it sounds right. I was a servant in the church before I became a leader in the ministry. Let me say that to sentence again because it's very important as people who wants to be a leader. I was a servant in the church before I became a leader in the ministry. Now I, was, now I understand why God had me going down the journey I went because I am a leader, a minister of the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. And when you are a leader, it is about solving problems, learning how to not be like the world are the Christian that gossip of the echoing like the world. We are different. We are misfits. Yes, we controversy. We don't just settle because everyone else chooses to. We look at the big picture, not the small. As leaders, we don't fit in the crowd. We lead the crowd and stand out and be different. And so let's get into the word of God. You ready to get into the word of God? I am so ready to get into the word of God. We're going to go into Joshua chapter one, verse one through two. And this is what the word of God says. At the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, the Lord said to Joshua, son of Nun, Moses aid, Moses, my servant is dead. Now then you and you and all these people get ready to cross the Jordan River into the land I'm about to give you to them. Um, I'm sorry, I'm about to give to them to the Israelites. And so Joshua succeeded Moses as an Israel leader qualification his qualification he, what qualification did Joshua um have becoming a leader number 1 God appointed him number 2 he was uh, he was the only one one or two living eyewitnesses of to the Egyptian plaques in um out of Exodus from Egypt number 3 he was Moses personal aide for 40 years number 4 of the 12 spies, only he and Caleb show complete confidence that God would help them conquer the land. And so 39 years earlier, after spending um, a year at Mount Sinai, receiving God's law, the Israelites had an opportunity to enter the promised land, but they failed to trust God to give them victory. As a resort, God did not allow them to enter the land. Um, yeah, to enter the land, but made them wander in the desert until the disobedient generation all died. During their desert, um, yeah, during their desert wandering, the Israelites obeyed God's law. They also taught the new generation to obey God's law, that they might enter the promised land, also called the Canadian. As the children grew, they were 
um, often reminded that faith and obedience to God brought victory, while unbelief and disobedience brought tragedy. Let me say this sentence again. Faith and obedience brings victory. When we faith and obedience to God, we get victory. But when we di unbelief and disobedience, that brings tragedy. Now, that's just that in Israelites, it's still, the, it's still the time that we are living in now. And so when the last uh when the last of the old generation had died and the new generation have um had become adults, the Israelites prepared to make their long awaited claim on the promised land. Because Joshua had assisted Moses for many years, he um yeah, he was well prepared to take over the leadership of the nation. Changes in leadership are common in many organizations. At such times, a smooth, um, a smooth are common in many organizations. I'm sorry, I said this again. At such times, a smooth transition is essential for the establishment of the new administration. This doesn't happen unless a new leader are trained. If you are currently a leader, leader, in, I mean, if you are currently a leadership position, begin preparing someone else to take your place. Then, when you leave, or are promoted, operation can continue to run effectively. If you want to be a leader, learn from others so that you will be um, be prepared when the opportunities come. So as as leaders and leaderships in an organization, whether the corporate office, corporate world, wherever you're a leader, you should be training someone else to take your job because sooner or later, you can probably get promoted or you might retire. So you got to train someone else to know how to do your job for they can continue to run the business or the organization the way it's supposed to go. Let's get into the word of God. You ready to go into Joshua? We're going to go into Joshua chapter three. I'm sorry, Joshua chapter one, verse three through five. Yes, Joshua chapter one, verse three through five. And this is what the word of God says. I will give you victory. Um, I will give you I'm sorry, let me say it again. I will give you every place where you set your foot as I was, as I, as I promised Moses, your territory will extend from the desert to Lebanon and from the great river, the Ephraites and all the Hittites in country to the Midians sea in the West. No one will be able to stand against you all the days of your life as I was with Moses. So I will be with you. I will never leave you nor forsake you. Be strong and courageous because you will lead these people to inherit the land I swore to their ancestors to give them. And so Joshua's new job consisted of leading more than 2 million people into a strange new land and conquering it. What a challenge even for a man of Joshua. Um, we are, what a challenge even for a man, Joshua. Every new job is a challenge. Without God, it can be fighting. With God, it can be great adventure. Just as God was with Mo Joshua, he is with us as we face our new challenges. We may not conquer the nation, but every day we face tough situations. We face difficult people. We face temptations. God's foundation promise to Joshua is, I will be with thee and I will not fail thee, nor forsake thee. It's likewise God's commitment to all believers during their journey in conquest of faith. In Matthew chapter 28, verse 20 says this, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I am with you always to the very end of age. God's abiding present with us is now a reality through his son and the gift of the Holy Spirit. And so what is a leader? 
What is a leader? A leader is someone who is responsible for organizing, guiding, and managing others. Leaders are visionaries who motive, whose motives and encourage their team to achieve a de desired outcome. Some of the characteristics of an effective leader is self-confidence, strong communication and management skills, creative and innovative thinking, perseverance, willingness to, willingness to take risk, open to change, and level-headed and reactive reactiveness in times of crisis. And so those are effective, um, effective characteristics of a leader. Let's get back into the word of God. So we're going to go into Joshua chapter 1, verse 16 through 18. And this is what the word of God says. Then they answered Joshua, you have commanded us, we will do, and wherever you send us, we will go. Just, excuse me, just as we fully obey Moses, so we will obey you. Only may the Lord your God be with you as he was with Moses. Whoever rebels against your word and does not obey it, whatever you may command them will be put to death. Only be strong and courageous. And so as leaders, we should be in the presence of God, asking God to help us how to solve the problems that we are facing each and every day because God has more wisdom than human being. God knows all things. God knows how to solve the problems, but we have to humble ourselves and ask the Lord and be in his presence and ask him for his help. Are you doing that? Or are you carrying all this weight on you because you're a leader when you don't have to? Especially if you're believing in the Lord Jesus Christ. Because he said, cast all your curse upon him because he cares for you. So he will help you if you ask. Let's keep going on. So if everyone had tried to conquer the promised land his own way, chaos would have resorted. In order to complete the enormous task of conquering the land, everyone had to agree to the leader's plan and be willing to support and obey him. If we are going to complete the task God has given us, we must fully agree to his plan, pledge ourselves to obey it, and put his principles into action. Agreeing to God's plan means both knowing what the plan is as found in the Bible and carrying it out daily. When God commissioned Joshua, he was told three times to be strong and courageous. Here, Joshua was given the same kind of encouragement from the people. Apparently, he took God's message to heart and found the strength and courageous he needed in his relationship with God. The next time you are afraid to do what you know is right, remember the strength and courageous are already available from God in you as a believer. And so in Psalm chapter 28, verse 7 says this, the Lord is my strength in my shield. My heart trusts in him. He helps me. My heart leaps for joy with my song. I praise him. And so the Lord is our strength. He will help us during our conquering it, to conquer it, or overcome obstacles. There's nothing too hard for him to help us to help his children. In courageous and strength, a purpose that enables one to withstand fear or difficulties. Physical courageous is based on morale courageous, a re re reliance, re reliance, reliance, sorry, reliance on the um, presence and power of God in a commitment to his commandments. And so obedience, remember, obedience is a key. 
and having faith in the Lord Jesus Christ is the key to win victory. But when we don't have obedience and faithfulness, I mean, faith in the Lord Jesus Christ, and we have unbelief and disobedience, that pushes our spirit, that pushes our man, our woman down more because the enemy's already afflicting us with our sin. And so it's pushing us down more. So that's why it's more better to ask the Lord to help us to be obedient to him, to help us draw closer to him, because he's the one who can turn our wicked ways into pure and holy ways, because he's stronger than our own natural flesh. Let's go back into the word of God. In Joshua chapter 3, verse 9, it says this. And Joshua said to the Israelites, come here and listen to the words of the Lord your God. And so just before crossing over into the promised land, Joshua gathered the people to hear the words of the Lord. Their excitement was high. No doubt they wanted to rush on, but Joshua as a leader followed God's guidance and made them stop and listen. We live in a fast-paced age where everyone rushes just to keep up. It is easy to get caught up in our task, becoming too busy for what God says, it's most important. Listen to his words before making your schedule. Take time to focus on what God wants from all from all your activities of a day. Knowing what God has said before you rush into your day can help you avoid foolish mistakes. Hmm. Let's keep going on. So we're going to go into Joshua chapter 24, verse 1. And it says this. Then Joshua assembled all the tribes of Israel in Shisham, and he summoned the elders, the leaders, judges, and officials of leaders, and they presented themselves before God. And so at the end of his life, Joshua called all the people together one final time to lead them in a ceremony of a covenant renewing in which they committed themselves to serve the Lord in faithfulness and loyal devotion. You see, as a leader, you don't focus on them serving you because at the end of the day, we all going to pass away. And I know you might not like it, but that's the truth. We all going to go back. Our body's going to go back to the dust of, of dirt. And then we're going to go to heaven or hell, heaven or hell if you're not a believer. But the thing about it, Joshua, as a leader, he wanted them to stay focused on the Lord, stay focused on his will, stay focused on his commandments, stay focused on what he says, and be obedient. Because when you be obedient, regardless of what generation it is, God will continue to give you favor. God will continue to bless you. God will continue to help you conquer. God will help you with your anger. God will help you with your depression. God will help you with your anxiety. God will help you with your fear. God can help you do anything with him. And so it's so important as a leader to let them know to follow the Lord and be obedient to him. And so he did not focus on himself as their leader. Rather, he drew their attention to God's past goodness to incur of Israel and repeatedly admonished them to remain loyal to the Lord. And genuine leaders of God's people must share Joshua's concern for God's honor. They must exhort the people to love the Lord, serve him only, and remain separated from the world. Thank you so much for listening to Divine Inspiration. God bless you. Bye.